one was for a man that has been to more family dinners than my own sister, <laughs> Alex Trebek. He passed away earlier today. And uh, I suppose it was a long time coming, but I'm going to miss that dude. Rest in peace. You know, I, I didn't grow up with him quite in the same way, but like, who doesn't know who Alex Trebek is? I mean, that guy is is the game show host. He's the ultimate. Yeah. There can only be one. Uh, I suppose they'll replace him, but we'll see. We'll see how they do with that. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I think they probably could pull it off, but, you know, people get replaced. It happens. Yeah. I mean, you're 80. You have chance. I mean, what are you, you going to do? You know? Speaking of getting replaced, welcome to Steve Sabrini and <laughs> Ryan's show. I want to try and act like I have alpha energy on this one because Steve said I had alpha energy. And so I, I want to have, I want to really, you know, I want to give that off on this one. All right. I think you're, you're, you're there. You're wanna, halfway there. I want to have big dick energy like Pete Davidson. Is that what he has? I don't is that, know. Is that why people like him somebody, so much? Somebody said that. Uh, hi, I'm Ryan. Hey, <clears throat> I'm Adam, and uh, this is our podcast, Ryan and Adam Show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We uh, we love you. On this nice November night, it's November already somehow, I'm loving the warm weather. I just got my uh, plow route for my job, and it uh, sucks. It's a new one, and I don't want to do it, so I would love it if it was... Um, you got I'm, a sucky plow route? I'm praying for global warming at this point. I hope it just stays this warm all winter. Well... Best of luck to you. Uh, the good thing is I don't think you'll be missing out on much this particular winter. That's true. It just it also just sucks. It just sucks to do. Also, <clears throat> while we're giving rest in pieces, uh, <laughs> rest in peace to Sean Connery, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, I didn't know the guy, and he was 90. I mean, it is what it is, but, like, he, how are we not going to bring him up on here? After- oh, we, we absolutely have to because he is... Basically the subject of our most popular episode. Yeah, episode 50 and 51 are our big James Bond episodes, and he's the best James Bond, the original James Bond. We all came to an agreement at the end that it was just undisputable, indisputable. He's also, uh, you know, Indiana Jones' dad. And and you even just said that there can only be one, and that's a reference to Highlander, which he's in. I mean, he's all over the place, (laughs) that guy. He's He's touched culture, and I think he's... I mean, he may have also... And he got replaced several times. Yeah, speaking of being replaced. So, yeah, rest in... uh, What do they say now? Rest in power? That's what they say. But I think that's supposed to be reserved for people of... uh, From a marginalized community. Which he is not. Yeah. He's a white man who I'm pretty sure was pretty abusive to women. (laughs) I think that Daniel Craig should replace Alex Trebek. (laughs) Yeah, now you're thinking. Which, by the way, I would watch that. (laughs) I would watch that. And uh, speaking of, uh, it's November, right? It's uh, yeah. It's uh, what are they? It's the No Shave November. It's uh, you ever hear of No Nut November? <laughs> uh, I, no, but I know what you're referring to. It's you know, everyone's got to be walking around with beards, and they got to have their nut inside of them. Okay. For all of de- November, and then December, it's nut on anything. December, but y- y- in, in in honor of my new alpha energy, bros. You got to be playing no nut oh November. Oh my god. You got to be holding on to that nut. This is going to be a whole new <laughs> podcast starting today. Release the nut. Dude, I don't this care. Is, this is a this is your alpha energy in full effect. Bro, I can't even look at a picture of a hot girl <laughs> or I will fail no nut November immediately. Like wow. a, like a cough. <laughs> I don't think that that's uh I know you're trying to do an alpha thing right there, but I don't think that that's a very alpha. You think alphas are releasing the nut? 
<laughs> I don't want to get into this discussion. Why don't you? T- I would almost rather talk about um, the presidential election. Um, yeah. Speaking of nuts, no. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> if you don't know, and maybe you don't, maybe you get your news from us. Uh, That's it. first of all. If, if you don't know by now, and you're getting this news from us, you need more things to listen to. We don't really like to talk about politics on here, and for good reason. It's a it's an itchy subject. It's not a pleasurable subject. That's not even why I don't want. I just think. You can get that anywhere. So this felt like I, I felt like we had to mention this because we've mentioned other uh, subjects in the news, and one day I'm going to look back on these episodes <laughs> and to not mention this. I mean, it feels like the finale, season finale to the craziest fucking season of television ever. It feels like it has to be mentioned that uh, you know Kanye West won the uh, the and election. That's it, man. <laughs> no, Joe Biden won, and uh, well. Uh, Technically speaking, I think Trump's going to fight it. It's going to be a shit show. But Joe Biden won. He won. Yes. So there you have it. And uh, is it safe to say that both you and I are satisfied with the outcome? Yeah. Well, I'll, real quick, I'll just say what I was trying to say on the Halloween one. As satisfied as we could be. It's tough to say anything. Look, Steve was a fun guest, but it's like riding a mechanical bull. It's hard I don't to know really about fun, but <laughs> hey, Steve, I enjoyed it. But anyway, um, <laughs> it, what I wanted to say was like. I am cynical about all politicians. I get why people wouldn't trust somebody like Biden. Like the the music and movies and TV and comedians that I watched and listened to, I was always pretty anti, I'm not going to name it all, but pretty anti like authority and like politicians are bad and don't trust the government and shit. And like, so I get like being like, oh, another, you know, 95 year old white guy, like who needs this fucking guy? But, but I feel like it's just me and it's okay to have a different opinion than me. I feel like Trump, uh, was a bowl of diarrhea. You know, I feel like he sucked. Fuck that guy. And it felt like a real celebration. I, I, he's so full of himself. To see him fail uh, was oh, very man. it was very pleasurable to me. Uh, he had, first of all, I, I'm not a Twitter guy. I'm, I'm not on there either, but I will check it out from I'm time to time. far from a Twitter guy, but Trump had... I have a sliver of hope with with. with Biden. At least we're on. Yes, we have the sliver. I think we're both satisfied with the sliver. It's on some kind of a sliver, you know, track. It's look. I just don't fucking couldn't handle that shit anymore. That guy, it's too much. Just Trump tweeting, "I won this election by a lot," in yeah. all caps. That just, says it all. That says everything. When people are like, "Why not? What's the big deal? What's that's all you need?" The guy. It's too much. It's enough already. I'm fucking. People like him, I guess, because he's rebellious against. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it because I have look. I have family members that like the guy. Like, I'm not here to say you're wrong, but fuck that guy. <laughs> the guy sucks. I think he sucks. Fuck him. And I, I, I hope it upsets him that he lost. I hope he's very upset. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. That was uh, our yearly political. Yeah. Uh, it's about a political as, 60 seconds. I'm very courageous for having that opinion, too. Yes, I, I would I would say I'm so. Kidding. I'm, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so there you go. There's What have we talked about? Jeopardy, Trump sucks, no nut November. Well, we got a big a big thing that uh, we want to get to today. Yes, and, yes. And I, and I kind of want to... Um, this is going to steer our conversation a bit. This is going to be the... Yes, yeah. And uh, so let's just... We're going to dive right into it. 
Let's just dive right into Is it. Is there anything else that you, that you wanted to uh, to um, mention? Let's see. There was the the dead people, <laughs> the election. Uh, dead, no, yeah, no, whatever November. It does. Yeah, no jizz November. I do feel like. Um, no, I think that's. I think we can move forward. Well, we received a uh, an email from uh, Michelle P, and it's a it's probably the the sweetest email that we've ever gotten. And uh, it was uh, she's cra- a she's a true fan. Yeah, holy moly! I could, reading it, my hand was over my mouth. Like, this is a real, this is a real email to us. Uh, it, it was crazy. And there's a there's a lot to to get through, yeah. which is great. I think that that's great. I think it's awesome. It, I wouldn't expect everyone to send such a long email, but I think it's so cool that she did. And I just want to I just want to kind of go through it blow by blow. And uh, we're just going to see where it comes out. Let's do it. All right. Michelle begins, hey, fellas, happy Halloween. This is Michelle P. I know you, I know you two and your general circle of friends from past shows. I'm an old fan of several of Adam's music projects. Oh, thank you. Also a fan of the Butter Boys. Which, go ahead. I know the next line is. <laughs> I attended a screening a few years back. Great night. Yes. One of my favorite nights of my life. So anybody who went to that. An enormous thank you. Yeah, you're I, eternally grateful. And I remember her. I, I, yes, so thank you. I grew up in, uh, I, guess, I guess I could say this. I grew up in Randolph, but I'm currently living in, I'll leave that part out. Yeah, I think I worked with her at Party City in Randolph. It's, that was a long time ago, so I don't really remember, but yes. I've been meaning to write to you guys for a while. I only started listening to the show uh, earlier this spring, summer. I started with some of your earliest episodes and randomly skipped around based on descriptions or guests and then started to keep up with the most recent apps. This show has been a tremendous comfort to me while I work late nights in the office or from home for the past several months. I get to listen to you guys rant about movies as I do tedious work on movies. Oh, what, what does she do? And it's the best. Especially hum- humbling when you discuss anything I've gotten to work on. She gets to work on cool movies. I I know. I don't oh, know. I.e. The Irishman. That's pretty cool. That's enormous. I don't know what she does, but I'm so fucking jealous. As I have a plow route. Yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, honestly, listening to your show has been the only surefire thing to keep me relaxed and focused. Versus movies, me, uh, mo- as well uh, as I think. Oh, uh, music, movies, Netflix. WFMU, so thank you. Flattered to be in that category. Yeah, I, I'll I'll take the show to FMU. That'd be pretty fucking cool, <laughs> yeah. I'd take it to Netflix. <laughs> I feel like there's a million and ten things I've thought of asking or sharing with you, but I'll throw a few random ones out just off the top of my head. All How right. cool is that anyway, though? That, like, that's so, like, I, this is a person that we both know, but not super well. Right. I don't even think I've spoken to her more than a couple, t- like, I, 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 it's so cool that she's that and much she, of a fan. And she's our biggest fan. Yeah. And so, so that's why we're going to do the honor of, uh, we're going to go note for note here. All right. We're doing it. Let's do it. Number one, <laughs> Under the Silver Lake, have you guys watched or discussed this film at any point? A24 film from 2018 that fell under the radar. 
I watched it for the first time at the beginning of quarantine and absolutely fell in love. It has to be Andrew Garfield's most well-played role, hands down. I love neo-noir, so do I. And this is no exception. It's just batshit wonderful. I love that description of anything. Anything that's batshit wonderful, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Batshit's one thing, but then you add wonderful in there, and that sounds great. Uh, My favorite scene is the visit with the songwriter, in quotation marks, and then she goes on to write that the... Soundtrack is pretty fantastic and nostalgic for our age group. Even the trailer is one of the best uh, trailers of all times, which features a violent Femmes song. I should have watched the trailer. I should have watched this movie. I I, looked the movie up because I wanted to know about it. I have not seen it, but I should have at least watched the trailer. Do you remember anything about what it's about? No, I mean, I obviously uh, know 824, but she says it's under the radar. I think I I missed this one. I probably should call up... uh, Brian Sabrini and ask him what he thinks of it because that guy he did it on a quarantine theater probably uh, he's just the Mr. A24 yeah just loves A24 eats it up I used to be a guy I used to be a guy you could go to and be like this movie go and I <laughs> I, I can't be that anymore and I'm like a little ashamed I don't know this movie. I did look it up and uh it sounds good dude neo-noirs I mean batshit wonderful I wonder what... The, do you know what the Violent Fence Sam song is? One of the Spider-Man was in it? Uh, no, I don't. What's the movie called? It's Under the Silver Lake. Under the Silver Lake. Andrew Garfield. He was the second Spider-Man, right? Yeah, I didn't. he's the only one I didn't say. Sam is a disenchant, disenchanted 33-year-old who discovers a mysterious woman, Sarah, frolicking Ooh. in his apartment's swimming pool. When she vanishes, what? Sam embarks on a surreal quest across Los Angeles to decode the secrets behind her disappearance. That's the most A24 thing I've ever heard. Leading him into the murkiest depths of mystery, scandal, and conspiracy in the city of Angels. Oh, my God. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I do also like Neo Norner, and uh, I'm looking at some photos. It looks interesting. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. Your boy Tover Grace is in it. Yeah, dude, that guy's my boy. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Simpson. I like him. Don't know who that is. One of the McPoyles. And he's, ah. he's in a bunch of stuff. He's great. Is he the uh, Liam? Yeah, he's the one that was in like... The blonde. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, he used to do um, he used to do this sketch on the David Letterman show where he would play his intern. And okay. It, it was so funny. It's on YouTube. It's great. But I think he was Lyle, the intern. But yeah, he's great. I, I really like him. All right. Well, unfortunately, Michelle P., we, neither of us have seen this movie, but now... We we can yeah thanks thanks to your recommendation yeah so thank you we'll let you know thanks and now we're gonna move on to probably the most interesting note oh shit I don't on, I don't uh, on the email what do we got uh, Michelle P writes I have a theory dot 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 that oh, Ryan I remember this. that Ryan might be demisexual takes one to no one now I really don't have much to back up this theory yet. But his vehement and bashful denial of ever having a celebrity crush is what got me thinking, because that's a pretty common tell. Demisexuals can be extremely horny as anyone else, can find people aesthetically attractive as anyone else, but will rarely take a sexual interest in someone. Sexual attraction doesn't just doesn't come that easy. That's all I'll say on this for now. Uh-huh. Ryan, what do you think about that theory? Well, I've got a couple of things. A, I love a fan theory about my sexuality. <laughs> as long as I'm not up to anything deviant, I love a fan theory about my sexuality. Um, I've heard people say that I could be this before, Yes. as a matter of fact. Whenever I hear it, it always sounds cool, like demisex, demi, it's like a demigod or like the demigorgon or something. But yeah, I've looked, you are the demigod. I've looked the it show. up. 
I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't, I understand why people, uh, want to know, like they want to, I don't want to put themselves in boxes, but they want to know what they are. It's comforting to know yourself more and know you're not alone and all that. But I don't know that I would put myself in this category. I think I am sexually attracted to people. I think I'm wussbag sexual. I think I'm just, I think I'm just uh, a scared, unconfident uh, person. But I do know what she means because my whole life, it, I have been the even as a little kid, I okay. have been that guy where everyone has crushes and stuff, and I'm kind of like, I don't even know these people. Who cares? It does seem like hmm. I have to get to know somebody to even open up the idea of something happening. So like, I, who knows? Maybe is she onto something? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll just say I don't know. I don't think so. I think it, it has more to do with my self-esteem, my 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 problems. But mm. I am, I'm interested. It sounds it sounds interesting to me. I, I appreciate the theory. I wish I could contribute more to this conversation, but I don't really know anything. Well, you know more than she does. You know more than uh, well about you, yeah, yeah. But I mean, oh, about um, demisexual. Yeah, I'm not like Doctor Kinsey or whoever I, that guy yeah, is. The or scale, Doctor yeah. Ruth. I'm, I, I'm not a Dr. Ruth. I'm not a baby Ruth. I looked it up <laughs> and I read about it and it didn't it didn't quite seem like me, but at the same time I could see how other people other might. people may think that it's something I'm like a hypochondriac where I'm any physical or mental ailment or not ailment but situation I'll be like am I maybe I am? and I'll start connecting dots. I don't know. I don't think I'm demisexual. I'm going to say I don't think that I am what, what that is. But I haven't done – maybe I haven't done the proper research. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell – you know? What is, it's interesting. It is pretty interesting. It's hard to respond to something like that. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Uh, but I liked hearing what you had to say about it. Was that good or was that bad? I think that that was good. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, but thank you for the suggestion. I will look into it. Moving on to note number three. Yeah. This note is for Jeff. I wish he was here. I'll, I'll show him. I'll, I'll let him hear it. She writes, Jeff, I'm sorry that you've been living with IBS. I've watched my best friend almost die from IBD last year. What is IBD? Maybe she means irritable bowel like disorder. Perhaps. She might just be putting all the irritable bowels into a blanket. I don't know. So I, by the way, I copy and pasted and sent this to Jeff. You did? I did. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. he got the message. Yeah. All right. So I, I take all matters of the gut very seriously. It's, it's your second brain after all. I've read a great deal on specific carbohydrate diet or SCD and the closely related gaps, gut and psychology syndrome diet. Whoa. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend looking into either of these. These are not meant to be long-term commitments. In your case, I'm guessing she's speaking directly to Jeff, you may only need a month or two to get your system rebalanced and then you can go back to eating whatever you like. You think? I think Jeff, could, could he commit to a month or two of, of eating? If a man could commit to no nut November... All right. I'm well, kidding. what is it with this no nut November thing? I think it's funny. I don't. Okay. I don't do it. All Let right. me just say this. I, in terms of Jeff, I have told him before that he should, uh, if he was to change his diet or if he was to do this, that, or the other. Plenty of people have suggested things to him. I think he's fallen in much like a lot of people into such a routine 
that he just kind of lives with the routine, well, I this, think. To me, this is, sounds different than... I remember hearing about fecal transplants, and okay. I, I remember... That's pretty funny. ...thinking that's totally wacky of an idea, and then they wind up... I think they wound up parodying it on South Park, actually. They did. Actually. It was pretty funny. I remember But that, yeah. there's some crazy science behind it where they actually take like healthy fecal matter and insert it into yeah, other think, people in order to give them the health in their guts. Yeah, I think in the episode, I don't know if it was but Tom, it's Tom true. Brady. It's like but a, it, yeah, was that the Spice The Spice, one? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Malang, yeah like Dune. This sounds like that except a lot less complicated. I think, I would like to think that anyone, if if they were suffering from a really wicked case of anything could do two months of of one thing to kind of ease the pain it's that it's the it's the be and that's it sounds like that was I would think all so. you would have to do it's the, the second mind or second brain thing that she said about the gut is interesting because it's like man i don't eat well it really explains a lot <laughs> oh she she does go on to write and this is probably important to say i'm no dietary expert by any stretch of the imagination just wanted to share in my humble p- opinion, these diets can be completely enjoyable. The, the only dieting I've ever done is cut out soda and sugar, a candy, when, when I fr- and fast food. That's well, it. That's my whole diet. When I first found <laughs> out that I had... Um, my, <laughs> I have nothing in this house. Yesterday, I had... Uh, a bottle of blueberry wine and and like a pop tart. Yeah, this this blueberry <laughs> wine sounds uh, a little ridiculous. I liked it, but it did not sit well. But I liked it, and I will be drinking it again. It, it tasted like spiked juice. But let me just say, um, in terms of like uh, diets, when when I first found out I had high blood pressure when I was in middle school, I believe might have been early high school. Mm-hmm. I decided to cut out certain things for sodium. And I lost weight, and my blood pressure did go down. I just, and just uh, I immediately was like, I'm cured now, and then went right back to eating and whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. So I've done nothing to treat that since I was a kid. I don't go. I'm not good with diets because to me, I I, I although this sounds like it would permanent permanently fix you, which would be great. But to me, diets, it's like. It, it should be, as they say, a lifestyle change. Because if I just say, no more fast food for a month, yeah, I'll look good in, in a month, but then I'm just going to start eating it again. Like, you have to, like, make the change for good, well, I think. Apparently, this uh, SCD or the GAPS is... Uh, it sounds like that would just f- set you right. Set you right for, I don't know, I mean... I don't know. I'm not. We're no experts. I'm an expert in nothing, unless you want to talk about drinking soda and eating fast food, and then I, then I can go to, into detail. Well, my diet is Twixes. <laughs> if you want to talk about how the payday is now chocolate covered, and it finally feels like a completed candy bar, we could talk about that. Wait, did they make a chocolate covered payday? Isn't that just a Baby Ruth? That's what everyone says. It does. It does. It, <laughs> is it different? It tastes a little different, but you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm going with that. Yeah. Moving right along. Yeah. On Ryan and Adam's show, this is Michelle P's email. We're going. As for Ryan and Adam, oh, back to us now. Good. Yeah. Uh, I was sick of talking about Jeff. Yeah, it's enough with that fucking guy and his bathroom problems. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that you're both keeping some form of exercise during the pandemic. Wait a second. You're you're keeping some form of exercise during the pandemic? We've talked about how I move a little at my job. I've not been doing very good with the exercise, though. Ryan, while I one hundred percent, I should. While I one hundred percent understand the lack of motivation to cook. For yourself, even the smallest amount of effort can make a difference. 
I started to notice my mental health really starting to decline since I've been ordering out every day while working from home. So I decided at the start of the month to cook the vast majority of my meals. Feeling a little judged. <laughs> no, I think she's just trying to help you. No, I know. I'm kidding. Just like everyone else. I eat a lot of takeout. Yeah. You know, I frustrated somebody else the other day. Somebody else was trying to suggest something to me. And uh, they, they, I have no credit. I have zero credit. So uh, Gina, a friend of mine, was mm-hmm. like, you should get a credit card. And I'm like, eh, what do I need credit for? You know, And it got into this kind of heated back and forth. And I realized this keeps happening. People keep trying to help. You try, keep trying to help and you fight them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a common trend, it seems. I appreciate the suggestions. I do. Um, Michelle continues, I can't stand following recipes and I don't like wasting too much time in the kitchen. Hey, so me I've too. kept preparations that use minimal ingredients that only require 10 to 15 minutes of actual work, i.e. stir fries, simple soups, stews, or oven bakes. Ryan. Okay. I can get down with that. Ryan, you got to do a little uh, do a little oven bakes. I would do a little oven bakes. Do I'd like to I'd like to get better at cooking. I do a lot of takeout. Although I went to this place on Main Street recently, uh, Latin Cesar or something like that. Delicious. Really? It's like what kind of food is it? It's Spanish, but it's like I got chicken, ribs, plantains, rice beans, uh, all this stuff. But you know, these Spanish people make it, and it's it was fucking great. Really? Yeah, I, I would, I would. It's so, I so yeah, I eat too much takeout, but it's not always like fast food. Granted, it is probably processed and greasy and fried and all that. I mean, I'm sure it's not good for me, but. Yeah, it was very good. It's not the place Latin America on me. There was a place it's we right used next, to get tacos called Latin America that was no, quite good. No, that's straight down. This okay. is right next to this is near Old Town Deli, which oh uh, yeah, yeah, Old Town it's Deli, right next to that. You know what? I was walking down Main Street earlier today. I got a slice of pizza yeah. at uh, Pasquale's, which yeah. could be my favorite. I was just, I was just, I gotta move to Putin. I got a pizza at Roma's, and. There's a bit of a backstory as to why that we don't have to get into right now. I will I will want to mention it on the show. It's the Bootin lady that went on to do the thing. right, right. But anyway, she said she liked Roma, so I'm like, oh, I want to try Roma. So I went there, and I swear to God, I never go in in the Main Street anymore, uh, or because of COVID and everything. But walking around, I'm like, and I got Bootin coffee, and walking around, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, there is a lot here, and this is a nice town. Like, I really I mean, like it specifically for the cuisine yeah. alone. So I get a lot of takeout, but there's a lot you, of good options. You got five incredible pizzerias yeah. that you can't go wrong with any of them. Yeah. and I got to uh, try Pasquale's again. And then we go to Chili Willy's all the time like it's our job. Yeah. And I never went to the Latin America place, but the other one is really good. I mean, they got a lot of good shit. Yeah. I, I would love to, uh, and there's a cool, to move here. A cool history to it. I was getting boot and coffee, and they had like uh, Toxic Avenger posters. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they filmed that here. I mean, it's just a cool. I, I, I've, I've they filmed the Sopranos here. I'm very happy. Um, well, I'll just say it, that the, there's a girl that writes on the show, The Unicorn, who wants to make who's from Bootin, and she's the one that mentioned Roma's Pizza in an interview. She wants to make a show about. Um, the theater in Bootin, um, the, the Darius theater, theater, which apparently she used to work and hang out at. And I thought, man, if she does that, I would love to get a job somehow on this thing. Because also, one of my favorite nights of my life was showing Butterboys at that theater, as we just mentioned earlier. And and I live here. So to hear that this girl, and my, my dad watched that show. I don't watch it, but it's got uh, Walton Goggins in it. That she, Oh, yeah. She, first of all, I felt an incredible amount of resentment at first. Because yeah. I thought, fuck, why didn't I leave? <laughs> 
This girl lived right here, and she <laughs> left, and she works on TV. Why didn't I do something cool? And I'm I have a plower out. You got to look into a way to get her the newspaper article about I know. the I, butter I'm on boys the cover. at the yeah. You were in the cover of what paper? Was it the record? It was the I think it was the neighbor news, or it was one of the I, the thing that upset, I think it was b- bigger than neighbor news. It was, it was, I think uh, it was the record, right? Gene. Gene, Gene. I always used to make a Siskel? joke about him. Gene, I forget his name, but he, uh, he, he wrote this. Myers, Gene, Gene Myers. Myers. Yes, the famous Gene Myers. Thank you, Gene Myers. I follow him on Instagram now. I want that newspaper. I never got it. I looked for it and I never got it. And I'm. It's still online though. It's online. Yeah, yes. you guys gotta like find to get a, a copy, way though. to get it to. Uh, I should just direct message her and be like, I live here. I mean, because I. Resentment aside, I'm. I think that's awesome, and I think uh, it's really cool. And I, I hope that she does manage to succeed at making that that show here. I think that would be really, really cool. But uh, yeah, you should be a main character on that show. Me and you. I, 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 but then here's the thing: say they say, "Oh yeah, you can have a job on this show, but you'd have to quit your job." I don't know if I can quit my job on the risk of. That's the problem. You get older, and then you have to get committed to these things that you hate. But I, I. I I would love to be a part of it somehow because I think that's awesome. I think that's really cool. But uh, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, here's one for uh, Sean Connery. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. Stimulate and tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might desert me Diamonds are forever Hold one up and then caress it Touch it, stroke it and undress it
Diamonds, like Sean Connery, you'll live on. Forever. Forever. <laughs> or, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Or not. I didn't know where Sean I was Connery going. Sean Connery is cut like a diamond. <laughs> he was a, uh, you know, a, fu- a funny thing I forgot to mention. He was a professional bodybuilder before yeah. he was James Bond. I remember we finished those episodes and you were like, I oh. wanted to add that to the James Bond episode. But now if you don't know, you know that Sean Connery was a professional Scottish bodybuilder. We, we couldn't mention it all, but at least now it's been said. Yeah. In case you needed to know. Now you all know. Uh, we are are going through a, an email, blow by blow, here from Michelle P. Yeah. The juiciest, the juiciest parts. What do we got next? Uh, we are on to the fifth point all right. of the email. Michelle P. writes, I watched Swingers for the very first time after listening to episode 62 of our show. There you go. Has a simplicity to it, obviously a product of its time, but absolutely holds up as a fun, at times hilarious and wholesome. I really appreciate the vulnerable show, guys. That was the vulnerable. Episode 62 is the vulnerable show. I liked it too, and I think a lot of people did. As you can probably tell from the length of this email, I've definitely been guilty of over-text writing or over-texting a romantic interest in the past and kicking myself hard for it later. Even more so... Guilty of obsessively rereading things I wrote, as Ryan described. Yeah, I, I obsess over things I haven't even personally wrote. I know the feeling, though, of, of going a little overboard. Uh, yeah, I I can definitely identify with all that. Yeah. Uh, she goes on, do you guys want to give me some dating advice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> People, if you need dating advice, I, this I w- is the show to go to. I, I feel like... Have I been on a date? Michelle, if you've listened to the show enough, you would know that we're the last. Adam, you gotta have people. You you date. I mean, I haven't went on an official date in probably a decade, but you're a dater. I can't give anyone advice. I I would love to hear. I I would hate to to give anyone any advice on it. I would love to. Because I'm not. You're you're talking like I'm not like Don Juan or anything. No, but you're normal, unlike me. Well, what else does she say uh, about the uh, amidst amidst the steaming shit cloud that is 2020? I am at 30 years old in the throes of what might be my first for real mutual feeling with someone, and I think that. We both might be terrified of fucking it up before it even begins. Yeah, I mean, that's the the beginning of every relationship I've been in. (laughs) That terrifying feeling of, uh, you know. I usually end it there. This is going to, yeah, yeah, this is going to fall apart. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, having that kind of anxiety. I'm going to screw it up. It won't work. That's usually where I just end it. Uh, That's not my advice, though. (laughs) I last saw this person face-to-face in March, shortly before lockdown here in NYC. We've only met a few times before and have only ever socialized within a larger group of friends, our online gaming community. This group had had a ton of video chat meetups over the summer. We've gotten much closer as friends because of them. You see, that sounds good. Yeah, no, that's chill. That That sounds healthy. Yeah, I think that's rad, and it seems like they both. And if yeah, you know, if you hit it off, you hit it off. And, and I, you know, sometimes people are become friends, and one has uh, more intentions than the other. But it seems like they both uh, seem to be on the same page. I mean, I think that sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, um, we've written to each other a decent amount of one on ones, and have done some gaming one on one. The only way I've managed. To flirt is by sharing tons of music, tons of love songs with each other. That's good. 
I like the sound of that. Adam likes it. Adam approves. <laughs> which honestly has been amazing. You, I sent diamonds are forever to every girl that I have a crush on. And they, never, they never respond. Uh, uh, you can be as intense as you want without feeling like you're bearing your soul. Yeah, a lot of songs say what you're feeling better than you ever could. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's yeah. When you're a music lover, that really makes sense. It's just like, here, take this. This is, I couldn't say it better myself. Yeah, it's like a modern day uh, poetry. Although I suppose poetry still exists. But. I mean, yeah, it's still poetry. Yeah, but Sh- neither of us is crossing that line to propose to meet in private or even ask for each other's number. Oh, sounds like you've got an opinion on that. <laughs> I think it's time for uh, number. Exchange. You got to get that number. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Uh, you're sending love songs to each other and you've yeah, been talking yeah. Cro- for a long time. Yeah, it's go t- ahead. Cross the line. I mean, cross, cross that line. Yeah. Cross that, that street. Go for it. I mean, at this point, come on, right? What do you got to... Well, I mean, everyone always says that, but also like... like if you're, You if have you're, to assume... If you're afraid of effing it up over asking for someone's number after after everything we've just heard it, it's not your fault if you ask for the number and it doesn't work out i have numbers uh, to to people's phones i don't even like <laughs> most of the numbers on my phone are people i don't care that much for so i think like well, i feel like dr drew right now or it's something just like, you like know, i'm a, on loveline a number is nothing nowadays a number is like everyone everyone has a phone everyone's got everyone's number i mean that's that's an i think that that's a must I keep waiting for the next in-person meetup with our group friends to pull them aside and discuss stuff, but it's like that fucking waitress's Christmas song. Unlucky circumstances keep coming up for him or even me, and we end up having to put off seeing each other. That's such a funny reference. It is. It's just it, such, such a. It's such a strange, but I do like that song. It's it's um. It's it's a good reference point to describe what time, she's going through. Timing is tough. You know, you want to cross the the streams. You want to you want to make, but timing is very very tough. It's hard to get timing right. But we keep assuring each other next time, next time. I think um, you see you're you got to get that number. I think you got to. I think uh, look, what the I, hell do we? I, know? Yeah, I love I, I love how I started <laughs> off like you don't want advice look, for us, and now I'm like, listen, you got to <laughs> you got to listen to a guy you like listen me to this. who has blown it. Every time he's ever the, half-assed. The that. only reason why I'm saying that is because I would have totally assumed that they they had they had done this. They had made the number exchange by now. Also, this disclaimer, I, I can't take any responsibility for, for what happens. No, I take absolutely no responsibility but for anything that you do or what happens. But I, that being personal said. Personal responsibility. I, I agree with Adam. I personally think that you, if by asking... For a number at this stage, based on the information that I have in this very detailed email, to ask for a number would not be actually crossing any lines. I agree. And I think, um, I don't want to say do or die, but I think you hit a point where it's like, okay, eventually this is going to fizzle out if you don't make a point to show real interest and be like, is this is this a thing or not? And I don't mean be like, is this a thing or not? I don't mean be like forceful, but like it has to move along. And I'll tell you, I'll say right now, I am a, a dude that has always taken it slow. I take about 14 years. Ryan takes <laughs> takes 14 years. It takes me seven years to even become friends with somebody. I mean, I'm very I, – and it's not personal. It's just I – 
I I think you're within the year right now. You're good. Yeah, you're good to you know to ask for. I think so. A number. Yeah, I think I, I I think so too. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm confident enough to say that without. Again, we don't know him. We don't really even know you that well. We take no responsibility if this goes south, okay? <laughs> I know we once joked uh, when we are you know, putting out our email, which is thetruthryanadam at gmail.com, and we would go into a tirade about, yeah, we'll give you dating advice knowing that it's a total, a total sham. I and now here we are for the first time ever. I love it. I love it. I would love to give people real-life advice, A, because I think that we could be pretty insightful. I think I could be pretty good at that. But also, B, because... It's important that I take no responsibility if something goes wrong. Look, I don't. All right, we've, we've, I think we've 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 said that enough. I don't even listen to myself but when listen, I tell myself. If what Ryan, to do. if Ryan is telling you, it's okay to get the number. It's got to be. I think you got to push. I think you got to push forward a little bit. I think it's you know baby steps, but it's time. I think that's that's my opinion. That's just my opinion. And I mean, the wor- worst case scenario. Yeah. Is the, even the worst case scenario is not that bad because you know, you, you will find someone. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, I, I again, I could. It's easier said than done. People True. Say, people, yeah. People say that to me. But you won't be wasting your time. People say to me, "What's the big deal? Just what could go wrong?" And it's like, yeah, it's a little easier said than done. But having said that, uh, you know, I think, I think that's the only way it can move forward. Exactly. If you want it to move forward, that There's is one option. It's and yeah, I just that's the option. And it's 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 that's all there is to it. But uh, you know, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Oh wow, we email didn't... us email us your personal questions. We would love to answer them. And this is great. She just you don't actually have to give me advice. I'm just leaving it open to you. <laughs> Should we edit all that out? She's okay with us reading this, right? I mean, yeah, I did ask for permission. That's another thing. If you guys want to email us and not have us read it, that's fine. But hey, if you want to email us and give Michelle better advice, which I'm sure you can, listener. I don't see how you could not at this point. Yeah. Please email us the truth, Ryan Adam at gmail.com. Also, would love to have a voice message to play. You can leave us a voice message uh, on our website, which is Ryan and Adam's show. Dot com. I can't believe more people don't send us the voice message, the the memo. I, I mean, just say, uh, you, really, you should email us. It could be a joke email. It could be authentic. It could be quick. It could be long. Why not? I, you know, I think it would be great if you did. So, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be this epic and, and this. it doesn't have to come this nasty. But, <laughs> you know, it's up to you. Which, which leads us into our, our sixth and final point. Uh, a few episodes back, Ryan revealed the term oh, comes God. nasty. Look at the th- I didn't even... I, and I, I literally howled with laughter. I do want to help make this catch on. Great timing. I didn't even, I didn't even plan for that. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Come nasty. All right. I think that's more than enough for you to chew on. No, no need for a thorough reply. Just let me know you got this. Take care, you guys. XO, XO. Michelle P., Michelle P, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We've we've done sixty. This is our sixty fifth episode of the show. We were running out of things to talk about. So, I mean, I could go on you and on, us, but that doesn't mean it'll be interesting. You gave us a uh, three quarters of an episode of uh, material. No, and also it's just flattering. And it's Fuck. very and it's very flattering 
for you to. It uh, makes us feel like we're actually doing a real show. I mean, it's so yeah. cool. I mean, I'm. I. I, I think we're it's making awesome. a difference. Well, I don't know about that, but I know, it, I'm it, just... it does make us. It, it makes me feel like. Oh, somebody is listening and they're having this one-sided relationship sort of. It's like we're actually putting on a show for people, which I think that's so cool. I didn't think anyone would give a shit about this thing. So I think that's I think that's rad, man. I, I hope more people email us. It's super, super rad. Thank you very much and uh, take care as well. I just want to uh, take a quick music break and uh, we'll be right back. Is that cool? Sure. Here's that song from uh, the trailer for Under the Silver Lake. Oh, cool. Day after day, I will walk and I will play, but the day after today, I will Love you, lover. City's restless. It's ready to pounce. Go 
in your bedroom, ounce for ounce and more. My, 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 my mother. I would love to love you, love. The city's restless, it's ready to pounce. Go here in your bedroom, ounce for ounce. I've given you a decision to make. Things to lose, things to take. Just she's about ready to cut it up. Wait, wait a minute, honey, I'm gonna add it up. I'm gonna add it up. the violent femmes or just violent femmes apparently with added up and uh that one goes out to michelle p thanks for the email yes thank you very much for that uh we're, we're in a position right now where we have 10 minutes left on an episode and ryan and i have both run out of things to talk about <laughs> so ra- I mean, there's always stuff to talk about well, but right yeah, yeah. so rather than just end the episode here uh i think that and this is something that we don't normally do. Uh, I know if, you hate doing this. If you, if anybody heard our last episodes with Steve, you might have noticed a shift in the tone. Perhaps uh, there was a uh, <laughs> a bit of a shift in the tone. And uh, first of all, I want to thank Steve for coming on the show. We like to, you know, bust chops pretty hard. I was going to say bust chops. Yeah, we we busted chops it's better really. than break balls. I, I prefer bust chops. You do. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we did both. We, uh, we broke some balls and we busted some chops. Yeah, a lot. And uh, I think that it made for some pretty fun material, some pretty comical material. And yes, things did get a little heated and, and real. And, and, and things got real. Um, I got a little angry with you. Yeah, I and I, I know I apologized on the it's episode. Fine. We're cool. And it, it, it kind of spilled over into the week a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit. But we did have a great mischief night where me, you, and former guest Kate, we we, we, we uh, ate Chili Willies, Chillis Willis, and we watched some Deal or No Deal, and we... Um, we went and checked out... Tony uh, Soprano's house. Tony Soprano's house. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a crazy Halloween uh, house. Yeah, so we made... We were not... There, there's no hard, bad feelings. Yeah, so you know, yeah. Ryan and I are still friends. Don't worry. Yeah. There's going to be more episodes of the show. We're not breaking up over... Uh, I got nervous because then the, the last episode didn't get released right away. And I was <laughs> and, like, I, yeah, I kept I texting you like, if you need me to help you produce the show, because I don't want it to become a chore for you because then I get nervous well, you're not going to want to do it anymore. Well, for anyone that noticed uh, last week, the episode was late. First of all, A, I'm amazed that we got texts poured, poured in, where's the new episode, yeah, which got, is yeah, which is uh, humbling. Poured in. They poured in, <laughs> I got man. two of them. And then I got two of them. Yeah. 
<laughs> you probably, it was probably one of the same, but yeah, yeah. People were looking for this show, and that means a lot to me. They like their routine, and they got into it. Yes, I, it means a lot to me as well. I worked that day. I went to work without uh, setting up the show to post itself, so I couldn't post it till I got home from work, so sorry. But it's there. It's episode 64, and it's with Steve. Um, there was one thing about the episode um, that didn't entirely sit well with me, and that's because I really wasn't prepared to talk about it. Okay. And uh, I I had a moment when I quality check and edit these episodes a little bit, and I was I considered uh, cutting something, uh, uh, but I didn't wind up. Interesting. I didn't wind up doing that. Um, I, I and, and you can always, if you ever want to cut something, unless well, it's something small. I, I don't want, want to talk about the ins and outs right, of cutting. Right, right, I'll just right, get right. to what the thing was. Uh, I wasn't crazy about promoting Louis C.K.'s new special. And okay. I considered just cutting the whole thing out. But I didn't think, I think that what people's opinions are valid. And when someone comes on the show, you never know what they're going to talk about. And you have to kind of let them do what they want to do. And you let your guests talk about what they want to talk about. Yeah, you ride with it. And uh, we we rode with it. And I feel like I was respectful almost to a fault. I didn't really insert. Uh, I mean, I liked what you said. You, you said, I'm not paying for that thing. And yeah, well, because it's one thing to like the work, but I don't. I don't appreciate the guy, but and yeah, I, I know you and you even chimed in at one point where you were like, I forget what Steve. Someone said something that almost sounded like excusing him, and you were like, "Well, that doesn't excuse it." And it's like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't think we were like too complimentary. Yeah, I just it's one thing, you know, if you want to talk about a show or a movie that he did in the past, um, I just feel like the guy. I don't think that the guy is honestly understands what he did. I'm always surprised with this show. I always come on, I'm not, and I think I think I know what we're going to talk about. I had no idea we were going to do five minutes on the Louis C.K. thing. Well, you're saying you don't think he's really sorry because he doesn't. You're not forgiving him for what he did, which is, I just I think a lot of people agree with the way that he's going about it. It doesn't seem like. I feel like he can't go about it like nothing happened. And sure, yeah, he's addressing it, but... Um, he's joking about it. There's something about it that doesn't sit right with me, and I'm not I'm not an incredibly well-spoken person about these sort of, sorts of matters. All I know is it's one thing to have a weird, kinky, <laughs> sexual thing, but it's another thing when... You're making victims of other people about it. If your weird sexual thing is, victimizes, is, is victimizes other people, someone else, then you're in the wrong. Period. Exactly. Get help. Whatever you have to and do. It don't doesn't. Do it. it doesn't do matter it. if you have power or not. But when you have a lot of it, the way he does, it makes it a lot worse. Yeah. Um, yeah don't do it. Figure out another thing. You know. But I don't think. Listen. Fuck Louis C.K. You know. <laughs> Yeah, he's funny. He did some cool stuff, but he's he's obviously gross. I don't, you know. And yeah, like I did not mind talking about Horace and Pete, and I don't. It's fine. There's something I, 
I understand that he's like a huge part of culture and that he'll come up and you'll you'll have to talk about him or his art. And uh, the separating the art and the artist thing is weird. I mean, I still hear like Michael Jackson on the radio constantly. Sure, Woody Allen and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it seems tough for uh, it's sometimes it can be tough depending on the I don't listen. I can't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. But there was something about um, not that I really ever did. There was something about talking about his latest special. It seemed like we were promoting it to even bring it up. Is like, that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to give it to any attention. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to to do it. And uh, but you know what? That's what happened on the show. And uh, I think that most people can make their own decision about it. Yeah, and, uh, it's a good thing I didn't bring up the new Michael Jackson album. <laughs> well, I, t- t- there's no new Michael Jackson album. <laughs> Just came out. A thriller I, too. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't bring it up. Well, and you know what? And I don't... And Steve is totally valid. Anything anything that he said about it is valid. And I... And yeah, I don't think anyone was... Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just not prepared to talk about it. And I didn't really want... Honestly, I didn't really want to have a debate about it. Um, I was surprised, especially because on those episodes... Uh, Steve being Steve, you were very kind of like... I just tried to transition it yeah. quick into uh, yeah. Barat 2, which yeah. I... I Borat. Borat 2, which I kind of did, but... We, we never did talk so, about the the fact that you called it Borat when we talked about Borat 2, but we, we don't have we to. We talked about that on a whole I know. episode. I still like it, though. Continue. But yeah, I mean, um, I, just, I just wanted to say that. Um, so there you go. If you heard last week's episode and your <laughs> takeaway was how dare they mention Louis C.K.'s stand-up, just so you know, we uh, felt Adam felt strangely about it as well. Yeah, and, and I'm the kind of I was person, nervous. I was nervous when he brought up Louis. I mean, of course. I just he's not really shown any willingness to he's he's not given me really any reason to to think he's sorry. Yeah, like I believe that forgiveness can be earned, and depending uh, on the uh, depending on the crime, I mean, there's some things where it's it's tough to. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about him. one specific yeah. thing yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I don't know the guy. Right, me and him hang out, so. But yeah, I, I based on some, the, you know, the jokes that were described to me from the stand-up, it kind of sounds like. I don't know. There's something I just doesn't sit right. Yeah, with his about jo- it. his joke, according to Steve, was that he was like, "Everyone has a kink, and now Obama knows mine." And it's like you're sort of not you're sort of not yeah, addressing the fact that the problem is not that your kink is weird. The problem is that you were making victims of people. Right. That's what you're sort of not. No one gives a shit. No one's kink shaming you. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. You're miss you're missing the point. Yeah, the, exactly. And. uh that that's all I really wanted to say about that. Uh, if anybody has anything they want to say, <laughs> you can email us the truth Ryan Adam uh, gmail dot com. You know, go ahead. Tell tell me I'm a a liberal lefty snowflake libtard libtard snowflake. Uh, what you know, soft B- beta cuck beta cuck um, soy boy. Yeah, I mean. We got the ultimate alpha male sitting across from me. Yeah, right I'm, here. I'm just oozing alpha. It's it's a little ridiculous, to be honest, how tough I am. But this uh, this was a very interesting episode of Ryan and Adam's show. Nothing quite like it. There was a lot I wanted to say, and I feel I always feel like I never quite hit the mark. I'd say I, I 98% on this one. And we wanted to go over a very long email. And then that last few minutes was a surprise. This episode was cool. I... I uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. 
I hope you had a lot of fun listening to it. Adam, I hope you had a lot of fun doing it as well. I, I did. I want you to enjoy it because <laughs> I think you, if the show ever ends, it will be because of you. And I don't mean that as an insult. It's just I have less of a life. And like I don't want you to ever get sick of it or have it become too much of a chore for you because I love doing this we just, uh, we so just, much. I just take it one day at a time. Today, it's great. That's fair. That's a good motto. And tomorrow it'll Good be mantra. great too, I'm sure. One day at a time. And uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, and again, thanks for that giant email. Super cool. And I would love it if more people thank would. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. yes, thanks, Michelle. And I would love it if more people would email us. It doesn't have to be that long or, or that like personal. But not only does it give us material, but it's just cool and fun to be like, hey, cool. We got an email. Let's talk about it. I mean, that's just a fun thing to get to do. So, uh, yeah. So let us let us know your thoughts and your questions. And that's about it. Yeah, I don't have anything. Uh, I don't have anything to end on here. I'll just say, um, <laughs> I don't fucking. I see you later. Yeah, we'll end on this. you didn't win a 20 volume set of the encyclopedia international a case of turtle wax and a year's supply of rice aroni the san francisco treat but that's not all you also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people and you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come you don't get to come back tomorrow you don't even get a lousy copy of our home game you're a complete loser Price is right.